Tell you what, it's like been the best kid babysitter. Like it's turned into a kid playground. Yeah, it is. Kids love it, which is nice. You know, like having the kids outside wanting to take the van places, wanting to play in the van, wanting to be out there versus inside watching someone else play with toys on YouTube kids. uh... (laughs) What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of... Coaches on couches. <laughs> Being slouches. Yeah. I went a little longer with the... Uh, I wanted to mix it up. it out a bit. I wanted to mix it up a little bit. Yeah. We got... Uh, we got. We finally got Stitch back on the couch here in her... Uh, whatever this thing is called. Uh, I would say Little Red Riding Hood, it's but... It's a specific uh, uh, French Bulldog hoodie. Yeah, I like how there's called. little ear things there. It's called like snore for snort. Uh, it's a pocket, I think. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, yeah. Like for hands, though. Be like... Yeah, well, it's not for hands. Dog's got no hands. No. So today, we're going a little... We're going off kind of our norm a little bit. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, But we're going to talk about vans. Vans? Adventure vans. People are like, what? Vans? Yeah. What's that have to do with training and performance? Yeah. You're about to hear. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so we we recently uh, got a couple of uh, really cool adventure vans uh and we'll kind of go into why and and why we did chose what we chose and all that kind of stuff um but you know the the trend the the van life athlete van life trend is um you know making its way to our area i'd say it's pretty popular in the northwest yeah somewhat in the northeast Mm -hmm. um but it's making its way kind of all over it's you know it's been a mate it's been a huge thing in like europe forever yeah uh you know if you've ever watched tour de france you see the vans on the side of the road it's Um, almost an extension of the more minimalist tiny home style right you know movement like cutting back on things and increasing adventure right experience experience yeah Mm -hmm. So we'll get into that in just a moment. I'm Coach Dale Sanford. I am Coach Bryant Funston. We are the co-owners of BPC Performance Coaching, where we specialize in helping time-crunched athletes optimize their busy schedules so they can maximize their athletic performance. Every BPC coach is trained in our Five Pillars coaching system, which has developed over the last decade through our work with athletes of all ages and ability levels from fresh off the couch Two world championship competitors. You can find out more about BPC by going to buildpeakcompete.com. Check us out on Facebook and YouTube at buildpeakcompete or all up on that Instagram at BPC Performance. There you go. Nailed it. Whew. It's <clears throat> pretty good. I think my heart rate went up a little bit there. <laughs> All right, we will get to our, our van chat here in just a minute. But first, as always, shout outs. Shout outs. We, uh, we've been, we have the small shout outs today. Mm-hmm. We had, it's uh, kind of off season. Yeah. We've got, um, we've got our house pain class mm-hmm. that we do every winter. And we had our midterm, our midterm <laughs> FTP test <laughs> last evening uh-huh. or Tuesday evening. Yep, two and, nights ago. Uh, 
and we had some we actually had some really good results some of them were pretty surprising because the first you know the first half of the program is all pretty much efficiency and sweet spot training mm-hmm. we get into a little bit of threshold toward the test but not much yeah most of it yes yeah, is, is under threshold work yeah so the you know for for people to gain even you know 10 or more watts on a on a you know a, however many weeks it's been yeah about six six weeks uh, yeah. you know of sweet spot and efficiency training it's it says a lot about the work that we're doing so uh, yeah it was cool like with training peaks we get those emails uh from a lot of yeah. folks <laughs> where if there's a new threshold set whether it's heart rate or power it like shoots an email and it's i know like, like as we're driving home because oh yeah, like, we did ding, the in-person ding, ding, yeah ding. there was like all kinds of a new threshold record has been set a new threshold yeah. has been set a new threshold has been set it's like nice that's yeah. always good to see. It's good night. And it's so much fun to like do the in-person FTP tests. Like if you've never done it, like if you've never done an FTP test, you don't really know what we're talking about. Threshold tests. Uh, basically the way the, the method we use is a five minute all out and 20 minute all out. And it's painful, but yeah. you know, we get a lot of times close to 30 people in a room mm-hmm. all doing it at the same time. And uh, it really helps, you know, the competitive atmosphere helps everybody perform a little bit, a little bit and, better. And looking over and seeing someone else suffering too and not giving up. Oh yeah, so much more motivating. Oh yeah, it's versus re- when you're at home by yourself <laughs> on your own trainer or out on the road by yourself, and you're like, eh, yeah, maybe I'll just do this tomorrow. Yeah, it's real easy to to slack. Yeah, once it starts sucking, everyone starts trying to come up with excuses. But <laughs> mentally, when you stay tough, there you learn a lot. I mean, I think that's. The more you do hard efforts like that, the better you get at doing hard efforts like that. Absolutely. Because you you can pull from past experience. You kind of know closer what your body can handle, those sensations your body gives you. And uh, yeah, it's a learning process. So pushing deep and seeing people push deep. It was kind of more fun on our end though, where we, uh, we just got to stand around and motivate people. Yeah. And like cheer them on. Pain I free feel like, while they were all uh, suffering like dogs. I always feel like when I'm like walking up and down the aisle, mm-hmm. like yelling at people that I need to have like, I feel like I need to have like a light show and fireworks and like flamethrowers and stuff going just to like really <laughs> jazz people up. Liven, liven it all up. Yeah. No, instead we had some sweet country music going for them. <laughs> nah, it wasn't all country music. The, the, it was... The country music was t- tried to be timed during the rest periods, and it just wasn't timed super well. So, so um, next uh, next up, we're gonna hit a, a quick good luck here. To um, we've got the Camp Shelby mm-hmm. uh, gravel stop number two yep. on the Mississippi Gravel Cup series. Yep, the first one's the one I went and did uh, a couple weeks ago. But uh, yeah, number two Saturday. It looks like weather is going to be a little better, so that's a plus. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's you know options: hundred miler, fifty miler, twenty five miler. Uh, so there's plenty of options out there. Um, and also another good luck. Uh, we've got some folks from uh, from uh, Memphis area. They're going over to Sumatanga. Oh yeah, which is uh, over in Alabama. It's like it's a ways off. It's like four or five hour, five hour drive, I think. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of the first kickoff for for a lot of folks in the southeast, or at least our area, uh, for road racing season. Yeah. So. And then we also have a, a good luck. Uh, some a uh, couple folks going over to Mountain Mist, fifty k, mm-hmm. uh, in the Huntsville area. 
Yeah, yeah. So, yep. And in fact, the adventure van. Or yeah, one, one of, of these the adventure rigs are heading over there. One of the rigs is going to Mountain Best. So if you're going, be on the lookout. Yeah, be on the lookout for old blue or uh, we call them. We call it grit. Grit is the the blue the blue van. Very um, Memphis. We went Memphis with it. We went, we went, we went grit Memphis grind and blue. Yeah, oh my boy, blue. So um, we'll get into it a little bit. Um, you know, again, the trend of van life, uh, you know, uh, and adventure vanning, I guess you could call it, because we're not really like trying to live in these things. Mm-hmm. Um, but they they do make for like really fantastic weekender vehicles. We're, yep. I guess we're considered more weekend warrior type exactly, uh, yeah. adventurers here. We got other stuff to do. Yeah, exactly. Get a little other some other stuff exactly. to do. And convincing our wives and kids to go live in a van might be a uh, challenging. That's thing. a tough one. Unless it was down by the river. Only if it's down by the river. <laughs> live in a van down by the river. Yeah. So like, kind of the big reasons why, like why, why did we gravitate toward van life and like uh, having a van to take to events? This athlete van life, so to speak. Um, besides the fact that the vans are awesome, mm-hmm. um, I've been. I, I grew up in vans. I mean, my my dad always, always had a big van. We had four, they had four kids. So we always traveled in a big van. Um, you know, and then we, we've we had the BPC van for mm-hmm. seven, eight years now. Yep. Uh, and that's a 12 passenger. And we've, we've got bike racks on the top so we can fit about 10 bikes on the roof and yep. bring people to events and stuff like that. But... There's always, it was always like wanted the couple other amenities or conveniences that, you know, we saw some people like bringing their campers and stuff to events um, and stuff like that. And so we wanted those amenities, you know, mm-hmm. but um, didn't want to have to lug around a giant camper or like, yeah. we kind of noticed that they were like the last to get to the race because they had to like pack up their camper and everything yeah. and then find a parking spot for it's it. It's not as convenient. Oh, pain train. Pain train. Yeah, just the convenience of taking off for a weekend or you know heading to a race for a weekend. There's already plenty of stuff you're trying to pack and if you're trying to coordinate with a big camper trailer or something that, that takes extra work, yeah. Um, it's, you know, we live in a day and age it seems like where everyone, you know, the more convenient something is, the more likely you are to do it. We talk about before, like, you know, if you're trying to get workouts done in the morning, have all your stuff set in advance, out, ready to go. Because again, if it's easy to make excuses not to do something if it takes some work to get it done. So yeah. the more convenient it can be, and that's kind of the beauty of these vans, is that it oh. is so convenient They're to super convenient. just hop in them and rock and roll. That was like that was one of the main things was just we it had to be a get up and go mm-hmm. vehicle. Um but you know, at the same time, we're you're it, it does like we wanted to kind of cut down on some travel costs because, you know, if you race enough, it gets pretty expensive. Um, mm. You know, getting hotels every night. You know, sometimes you can split them with other people, sometimes not. Uh, but it, you know, bringing the entire family is a little bit tricky. A lot of times, trying to find the right place to stay and yeah. Um, but the other big thing is like most most. Most of the races that we go to, anyways, they stage at a state park 
you know, something like that. 15 miles from town, 20 miles from town. Yeah, yeah the closest place to stay is, yeah, 20, mm-hmm. 25 minutes away. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the big, like, uh, you know, Dirty Kansas is a, a perfect example. All I hear right now with people like, you know, not, not like people don't know if they're going or not, but people are already booking hotels. Yep. And so like everything's booked up yep. and there's like nowhere to stay anywhere close. Mm-hmm. Uh, so people are freaking out. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are, and I've seen several vans, you know, at Dirty Kanza, uh, you sleep in it close to the start line yep. and then it's your support vehicle, you know, if you have a crew with you or whatever. Uh, so, I mean, it's like a perfect scenario, mm-hmm. uh, for an event like that. Well, and I like, I think these adventure vans are, are perfect for people that, you know, like the, the ultra marathon scene, which is yeah. typically often, you know, national parks or, you know, the start of these, these trails, um, and the gravel scene that, that seems to be exploding right now. You know, everywhere you look, if you go to Velo news or cycling news, you never used to see any topics about gravel even as far as last year, like the only thing that would pop up would be Kansas and already leading into this new year, there's numerous Tons. articles talking about, about gravel and uh, how it's kind of where a lot of the eyes are right now. But these vans are like perfect for that. And I got firsthand experience of it a couple of weeks ago, took the van down yeah. to Oxford, um, you know, close trip, but being able to have, it was a muddy, wet, nasty day and uh, being able to have, the uh, water, the water pump, the hot water, being able to spray off the drivetrain um, midway through. We actually took like a quick, you know, two minute, two minute stop. We refueled at the 50 mile mark or whatever. Um, we sprayed our drivetrains off. Me and the, and the folks that were with us had all of our gear and uh, we, were, we were ready to, you know, rock and roll for another 50 miles. And I wouldn't have made it if not for that. But it was so convenient to have all my gear, to be able to get ready inside the van. It was cold in the morning. It was wet. I was changing in the van. Um, you know, everything was there, packed it the night before, and was able to shower off after the race. So, like, I showered, had a towel, dried off, went straight home. I actually went to your kid's birthday party right afterwards. That's right. You didn't even know I didn't shower, did you? <laughs> Formal shower. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's it's like, you know, experiences like that it it went from making something that you know it would have been fun anyway to go and race but making it that much easier that much more fun yeah that much more convenient to do um and the fact that you could go anywhere and do that do right. the same thing you know if it was further away i could have gone and just stayed overnight right and instead of getting up at well, 3 a.m or 4 a.m you know you get up at 7 a.m or 6 a.m while everyone else is racing to get there and you're sipping on your coffee uh relaxed and ready to rock yeah i mean we did that we did that for the natchez libre went up mm-hmm. slept slept near the you know, start of the race yeah and uh you know had a had a warm car to get dressed in warm mm-hmm. vehicle to get dressed in mm-hmm. change in afterwards uh i took a shower outside yep. or just kind of hosed off outside with hot water after the uh after the race yep and the same thing at the outdoors gravel grinder park close to the start finished the race my bike was demolished with mud mm-hmm. and i had wrecked and my knee was split wide open and i literally just turned on the hot water sprayed myself off cleaned the wounds out yep. and then sprayed the bike off and put it in the back of the van yep 
I mean, it was, uh, I mean, super, super convenient. I, one, I just, I can't stand putting a like dirty, muddy bike in a car, any car, mm-hmm. you know? So that's, it's just, like you said, it's the convenience factor. I think the thing I like or am most excited about, we haven't done a ton of it yet, is, you know, we talked about, we, we've had the BPC van for a long time. We put 10 bike uh, mounts on the roof because it's so much more fun traveling to an event with other people. Absolutely. Like racing's fun, but that's just one part of the whole thing. I, I get as much enjoyment out of the trip to, the trip from, when you're traveling you know, with other people and telling stories and joking and um, connecting with other folks. And, and you know, this is something that's gonna make it easier as well for families to go along with. Because it's not fun for your family to go watch you race, to go sit in the hot sun. Right. And oh, be yeah. out there for you know two three hours or whatever. But if you have a, a home a home portable base with conveniences of home, yeah. air conditioning, food refrigerator, like all the stuff that can keep your kids happy and entertained. Um, you know, weekends where normally we'd be gone and feeling guilty about being away from the family. Now it's something where the family can go with, and we can look for side trips once we are at a location. Um, so it's like a, a win win. So that's kind of what I'm most excited about. Yeah, absolutely. Like just having that, having that home base is huge. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just having, even just having a hangout place because I mean, these, these vans have big awnings on them. Here, I'll just throw up a picture here. Uh, you know, these vans have a giant awning on it. So you're like, you can, you know, if it's raining, you can be out of the rain. You can mm-hmm. have, you know, have people gather mm-hmm. uh, at your vehicle so all your stuff's there Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh you know selfishly all your stuff's there um but at the same time it's like like i was saying before we've had people who bring their camper even a smaller camper to an event for that reason yep but they like it's just it's a pain to to get that thing in the parking lot with everyone else you know so like that these things are like these are like a normal van size, so they're mm-hmm. really easy to drive, park in a normal parking lot, uh, you know, stuff like that. So it's it's just like so much more convenient, in my opinion, than a, a motorhome or a no. camper. Well, I think kind of how this relates to the to our normal base of people we're talking to as well. You know, your time-crunched folks, yep. um, we talk about, you know, optimizing your busy schedules and this is one of those things that allows you to get up, go, go to new places, maybe go train more than you would otherwise because you can take your family with you. You can turn a training weekend into a family trip um, versus you know you feeling guilty about going off and, and doing something. So I think uh, being able to use these, these vans as a way to go to cool places, get great training in, connect with uh with your family have your family you know go with go to adventure build memories it's like um it's a way i feel like it's a way to bring training family and everything together and cool experiences together um versus you know what we normally do which is (laughs) either we go off by ourselves or uh or yeah we we're constantly doing the same you know going through the motions every weekend yeah uh, doing our normal our normal stuff so great way to mix it up and still uh you know be connected to the family absolutely so i guess the you know we kind of put it out there that we um 
we we bought our vans from a company called Van Do It that's mm-hmm. in uh, Blue Springs, Missouri. That's uh, near Kansas City. Yep. And so again, I'll throw these pictures up here again. So we've got the one that you're seeing. If you're if you are seeing, if you're listening, we have a high roof model mm-hmm. that has like a which is a they're Ford Transit vans that are built out. Yeah. So you know Van Do It builds everything on the Ford Transit. Um, you know, they're super modular, you know, all that stuff. We'll go into that stuff in just a second, but, um, we did, I'll just put it out there. I did like tons of research. Like usually when I research something, it's like, eventually I was like, we should get the van so you can actually get back to doing normal work, Dale. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So I did so much research on different companies, platforms, uh, DIYing things like I literally at one point was had a hole saw up to the side of the BPC van because mm-hmm. I was going to outfit the back of I was it. Like, Dale, I don't know if that's a good idea. Let's think this and, through. And I was like, there might be a better way. There could be. And so within all those hours of, of research, we I came upon Van Do It mm-hmm. and what they were doing. And there's a lot of reasons we chose those over you know your typical camper van uh you know platform which is like i would say maybe a little bit more homey or cozy or whatever but i would say a camper van and an adventure van are two a little bit different platforms yeah um i will say like full disclosure at this point we are we are ambassadors of van do it Mm -hmm. but that came well after we had already decided like to to go with them uh you know you know for these vans so um, we just believe in their what they're doing and, and the product they're putting out. So um, one of the big things, like you were saying, is it's built on the Ford Transit-like platform. And, you know, you basically have, you've got Dodge Pro Master, you've got Sprinter vans, and Mercedes Sprinter vans, and the Ford Transit are basically the big three. Mm-hmm. And in, in my opinion, Mercedes are super expensive yep. with high uh recurring costs of maintenance and stuff yeah, like that yeah they're the diesel yeah m- most yeah yeah typically um the promaster i'm just i've never been a fan of <laughs> i don't know i don't <laughs> aesthetically, know aesthetically not as pleasing yeah, to aesthetically them. not as pleasing you know there's uh, also that nissan envy is yeah. an option uh, some people are building on those um you know that one again is an aesthetic thing never really been a fan um but like the the big draw really to the transit uh, is Ford makes a really dependable vehicle, mm-hmm. and this was like something that we like I researched and then like went to our sources. So we have we have friends in the automotive industry that mm-hmm. that's their job. Shout is, out, shout out, <laughs> yeah, uh, to know what parts break on things mm-hmm. and and stuff like that so and when we asked them they basically said the the engines that are in these vans are like yeah. probably the most bulletproof engines that ford's built in the last 20 years mm. so that was pretty uh comforting yes, when we were definitely. you know looking well, at just being able to like pretty much anywhere in the u.s if something does happen you can find someone who can work on a forward right you know it's not you don't have to find a diesel mechanic. You every, don't have to find a yeah. gas station that also has diesel. It allows you to be... Every small town in America mm-hmm. has a Ford dealership. 
Yeah. So yeah, so that's it's all it's comforting to know that if you're out if we're out there on a trip, you know, especially mm. if it's a important race, like and you have something go mm. wrong, then you're gonna get it be able to get it fixed and be back on the road quickly. Yeah. So that's that was a big thing. The other thing was that the 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 Ford Transit and especially the with the Van Do it uh build basically is actually pretty affordable. Mm-hmm. Like looking into, I mean, you can, if you do the research, you know, like camper vans and van builds are freaking ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it can be very pricey for easily sure. over the cost of a house. <laughs> like, uh, you know, more than the, you know, uh, a similar cost to like a massive RV. Like mm-hmm. it's, it gets ridiculous. Um, but you know, uh, the Van Duet platforms, they start at like 49, something like that. And that's for a complete build. Yeah. Um, you yeah, know, that and, includes the cost of the van. A lot of places you yeah. go to and you take a van to them and then they fab out the inside kind of based on the specs that you want. Right. But you provide the van and you still pay 50 plus for the right. build out. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, you're looking at some, some decent money invested. Yeah. And the reason they can do that is because they, they actually are a van leasing company so they like they get the vehicles at dealer incentives and they you know Mm -hmm. like a ford dealer would get Mm -hmm. and then they lease them to people and then they build off of like the one year off lease vehicles would just if you know they have a you know few thousand miles on them and they're still really good shape and clean and all that stuff but you you get the depreciation on it you get the dealer incentives you get all that kind of stuff um, because they also are a, a ford uh, certified upfitter. Yeah. So like everything is still under warranty, which is huge. <laughs> I like warranties. Yeah. So, you know, they are, they are pretty, pretty affordable. I think the ones that we ended up getting, you know, it's pretty much similar to buying like a nice Tahoe or a yeah. Suburban, mm-hmm. you know, something like that. Yeah. Cars aren't cheap now. <laughs> yeah. For real. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, like the 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 high roof model, our grind version is uh, it's only one foot longer than the expedition that that we have. And we've got the shorter version of the two expeditions, so you're kind of thinking about size of these things. Yeah. But I can stand up, so I'm six three, and I can stand up without bending over. Yeah. Inside, which is super nice and convenient. And that's like a good a good point because there are like within the basically van Duet has two models they have a do model and a live model and the live model is kind of what it sounds like it's a little bit more laid out for like living in spending a lot more time in whereas the do model is like super modular mm-hmm. and the like everything can be taken in and out and yeah some people put motorcycles in them turn yeah. them into yeah. snowmobiles yeah i mean and then you can have a a, a bunk bed in it mm-hmm. you know at the same time so it's super modular <clears throat> super modular builds um it's you know it's like it's kind of like you know everyone's described it as like the swiss army knife of of vans side note when i got my first ever swiss army knife <laughs> i was so jazzed because <laughs> it's a multi-tool right you can do anything with it absolutely and same thing with these like go anywhere do anything super quick super convenient uh allows you to go to places you probably wouldn't otherwise and allows you to be spontaneous too yeah you know if you can park anywhere sleep anywhere go anywhere i mean essentially you're only limited by uh by your own imagination yeah 
So back on like models, they have doing the live, and then you can uh, you can kind of add and subtract. It's like it's really cool. You you just have like a menu of things you want to add and subtract. Um, but I mean, overall, the the like build experience is pretty easy. Mm-hmm. You, you you know you can you kind of go through it and you put what you want and you see the money racking up, and then you like, <laughs> then you're like can nope. remove some subtract, things and, yeah. and you can see what the total is. Um, but you know, it's all, it's all included. So it's like Mm -hmm. kind of an all in for some of the, for someone who's maybe interested in getting a van, what would you say the essentials are, uh, of the things that we, that we went with, or even things that maybe we didn't put in ours that, uh, that you think should have been added? Um, what are the essentials for someone who's going to go, maybe go do an ultra or go to a gravel race or go, uh, the water system. mm -hmm. Uh, you can either get, uh, you can either get like a kitchen pod which actually has a sink and and stuff like that, um, or you can get what, like what our do model has is like a, a removable hot water system that hooks into that kitchen pod, so you can use it with the kitchen pod, or you can use it as like an outdoor shower. You can even take it out and move it out of the back of the van and set up a shower tent like we have, um, you know, and stuff like that. So hot water system, absolutely. Yeah, I would say definitely. That's probably the top of the list oh, yeah. of convenience items for sure that makes it yeah enjoyable versus yeah. The- I mean, your bed your bed choices are pretty much um, based on the model you get. The live has the queen bed that's lifted on hydraulics, so it'll go up to the ceiling, act as a shelf for your gear, and then you can drop it down when you want to go to sleep and then the do model is kind of like the modular beds where it can be two full uh two full beds two twin beds it can be a couch it can be one of each it can be one and take one out it can be one at a desk uh, yeah i mean it, no. it's unlimited possibilities on that so um you know the beds bed system is already in there i would say definitely the Thule awning mm-hmm. on the outside uh the vans are so tall, you don't want a bagged awning <laughs> that you have to climb up there and unzip and like roll out and roll back in. Yeah. The Thule, it just has the crank and you just crank it out, put the legs down, uh, you know, and then you have like an eight or nine foot awning off the side of the, the vehicle. Mm-hmm. It's pretty clutch. Um, for our area, obviously air conditioning. <laughs> air conditioning. And if you're, you know, um, if you're in like, the cooler temps, they can also they also have the like S bar diesel heaters that are pretty clutch, keeping yeah. the in, indoor uh, inside toasty warm when the van's not uh, on. Yeah. Um, you know the things that are already included pretty much in every build they do. The their like electrical systems are top notch. Uh, so there's like 300 amp hours of, of battery power, which you know you. If you know electricity, you got about half that. You know you can re- realistically use about half that uh, before you damage the batteries. But the the system in it knows how much voltage to keep in the batteries and when to shut it off. So it pr- protects the batteries from damaging from going too low, and it protects them from overcharging. Um, and so, like all of their builds have this electrical system in it, and it, it's. It's pretty impressive when you Which, look at for it. For someone who's doing the D, the do-it-yourself, you know, route, that's generally the that's what scared me the most is the like, electric part yeah. of stuff. You know, wiring that. Are you going to do solar or no solar? You know, if you start wiring panels in, um, that's generally the like you don't want to burn the whole thing up, right? Short it out and burn it up. 
Um, so having a high quality electrical build on that where you're not worried about uh, anything is, is huge. Yeah, the, like the last thing you want is like a wire to melt down in the wall of a, mm-hmm. <laughs> a van. Yeah. I mean, so um, yeah, the electricals and the cool thing is they, they put them all like color code all the wires and everything. So like if you do have a problem, you can call them and they're like, and they can be like, well, find the green wire, cut the, cut the red wire, cut the green wire. You have 10 seconds. Yeah. yeah. But you can like call them and they can diagnose it based on the color of the wire, yeah. you know, it, so it's, uh, yeah, electrical system in those things is, is huge. Mm-hmm. Um, but like really, if you build them, uh, there's not really an option to take them out or I wouldn't even think about consider mm-hmm. taking the electrical system out. No way. Um, I'm trying to think of other like little things. I mean, the mood lighting. The yeah, the accent lighting's pretty. Do we have a picture of that that we could throw up for folks? I don't think so. The mood lighting, man. Tell you what, it's like been the best kid babysitter. Like it's turned into a kid playground. Yeah, it is. The kids love it, which is nice. You know, like having the kids outside, wanting to take the van places, wanting to play in the van, wanting to be out there versus inside watching someone else play with toys on YouTube. Kids is. Uh, <laughs> Is definitely a well. That's worth the worth the price of admission, right there. Yeah, the um, our, my kids play in it all the time. They want to like climb in it and mm-hmm. climb up to the top bunk. Go to, you know, um, they love it. Yeah, for sure. But uh, the uh, so like another big thing that I haven't mentioned yet is that, and this is really important. Everything in the van is made basically out of marine grade materials. Yeah. So. This, that was probably the biggest selling point for me was yeah. we're going to use it where you're going to get dirty. You Everything's going to get you dirty, You can wash your bike wet. off and stuff, but let's be realistic. You're not going to get all the dirt off and it's going, right. it's going back in. Or if you're out doing a hike and you come back dirty and muddy, hopping in a place that's you know wood floors and uh, cozy and comfy may seem wood nice, fl- you know, but that's not going to hold Yeah, up. like, you know, wood, wood over time can warp mm-hmm. like, and... Uh, sometimes it bends and breaks instead of just bending. Like, mm-hmm. so, um, you know, the, having everything be aluminum and, and ABS plastic and foam core and yeah. co- polycarbonate floor panels and all that kind of stuff, uh, you know, really helps one. It's easy to clean. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> just wipe it down. You're not afraid to use it. I take my, I take my blower. <laughs> yes. I take exactly. my blower in there and open the back doors and blow it out and then wipe down the floor panels yeah. and it's good to go whistle. good to go but it's not going to trap any smells you're not going to like if you spill water in Unless it no, stitches it's not gonna, with you yeah well the dog i'm sorry <laughs> uh you can you know it's not going to trap smells it's not going to you're not going to worry about mold and stuff like that mm-hmm. uh, because there's really no carpet in it yeah. to mold <laughs> yeah it's all plastic and aluminum so that's a that was a big thing you know mm-hmm. looking through there like really uh, like uh, like i am such a fan of like van builds and stuff like that i like fo- i probably follow 30 different builders on instagram and they put out some really cool van builds and designs and they're so modern or like or rustic or whatever mm-hmm. boho mm-hmm. whatever <laughs> but all i can think about when i like look at those is where the hell's my bike gonna go? Yeah. Where like when I come home sweaty from an adventure, like yeah. from going and doing stuff. Am I gonna want like, like to be active? I mean, these are built for active people essentially. Yeah. 
like I'm not gonna, there's no way in hell I'm going to throw a muddy bike in there mm-hmm. or my muddy clothes or mm-hmm. whatever like they look so good but then I'm like they make good Instagram pictures they make good for Instagram pit with the back doors open and your feet overlooking the oh, ocean yeah. oh yeah perfect I just want, yeah I want to like like start doing pictures of that and then like mud filled ours real life <laughs> yeah exactly real life uh yeah what happens yeah use them we want them used yeah so um you know like the big thing like with our the do model is you take it you take everything out it can be a basic cargo van if you need it for that i mean i've moved furniture in it i've gone to lowe's and picked up lumber i got my christmas tree in it <laughs> so i mean you know just the functionality, and I know we're like beating the dead horse here, but no. the functionality of these things is so much more because it's a daily driver. It's a, mm-hmm. you know, it's a, a a sleeper. It's a, you know, cargo van. It's passenger van. It is still built off a passenger platform, so you still have the heat and air, like the rear heat and air mm-hmm. in there, which is clutch. Oh, yeah, for uh, sure. Crank that thing up on a cold morning. And you could put eight people in in that live model, yeah, like you can seat eight with seat belts, yeah. which I mean, it really could be a daily driver if you if you really wanted to be. Like if you wanted to choose one vehicle, if you're in the market for a new vehicle, and you know you're someone who wants to get out, you know, once a month or a couple times a month to yeah. to go experience your your area and and you love to travel. I mean, it'd be a that or a, a Tahoe, that or a Suburban, yeah. or an Expedition. I mean. Yeah, I'd go so that. if you're a salesperson, you have to carry around a bunch of uh, stuff to show. Like mm-hmm. maybe maybe you're a pharmaceutical salesperson. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. just carry all your drugs. A lot in of back. drugs in there. <laughs> a lot of drugs in those vans. Uh, yeah, so you know we'll we'll be traveling a decent amount this mm-hmm. summer. Uh, well, starting now, we're actually renting these out. Yeah. That's kind of part of it is we are, uh, we wanted to, we wanted to have them. Um, but you know, we, we enjoy it so much, you know, Mm -hmm. we wanted to like share, so to speak, I guess you can like, well, you're charging for it, like, yes, but we're, we're willing to share, Mm -hmm. uh, the vans with anybody who wants to try out this type of, uh, van life, I guess you would say athlete van life. Mm -hmm. Um, so you can like, um, you can find, uh, check us out. It's the, the, the business is going to be called adventure rig rentals. Um, and then you can find us on Instagram at adventure underscore rig underscore rentals. We had to be careful with the name. There was a couple other people who, uh, yep. were, were using adventure rig in their handles. Um, but, um, but yeah, you can go online and check out the, uh, Check out the vans. There's all kinds of pictures of them. And yeah, that website is for those that are just listening and aren't seeing it. AdventureRigRentals.com. Yep. But you can sign up for our uh, our little newsletter, spam free newsletter, where right now we're doing 10% off on all the rentals. So yeah, and we're doing introductory pricing. So if you're someone who wants to to test out the van life, um, or has an adventure you've been wanting to do, or you've been wanting to head over to to Bentonville and experience all those trails that they've got to offer, and yeah, I mean. Um, or bounce back and forth. And we were talking before we went on how uh, you were wanting, or you're planning on going out west and going yep. and seeing places like you know Bryce and Zion and Grand Canyon and yep. 
you know, you can, you can do day trips, stay overnight, do day trips, find a place you love, stay a few nights kind of thing. So, yeah. Um, yeah, we've already got some people booking, booking yeah, the, it up. Smoky mountains. The one's beach, going to, the, uh, one, like I said, one of the vans is going to, um, to the mountain mist 50 K this weekend. Um, and then we do have, uh, so if you look at the, if you watch the little video we've got going on, or if you can't see it, uh, we've got an, another little mini camper too uh, that we got just to try to try out. It's, again, it's all that get up and go. Like mm -hmm. you're, you know, this that thing can be hooked up to a, a Jetta, and you can mm -hmm. play. You know, it's, it only weighs like twelve hundred pounds. Um, so you know that's kind of the premise of everything. But um, but yeah, I mean, you can check out check out all the you know Ragnar. There's another one that comes to mm -hmm. mind. You got a, a, a smaller Ragnar team, perfect vehicle for Ragnar, yeah. and you don't have to spend the entire two days in a 12-passenger mm -hmm. vehicle with nowhere really to lay down. Mm -hmm. There may or may not be a uh, little fridge inside to hold ice-cold beverages. There is a fridge. I forgot to mention that. There's a fridge, yeah. Fridge, uh, yeah. you know, basically any event that stages at a state park, you're going to be there. You're going to be at the start line before yeah. everybody. And, yep. uh, you know, if you're like me, especially with triathlon, uh, I like to get the transition first. I don't like getting, I don't like being like early, early, like being the first one there, but I like getting my the transition spot. spot. Yeah. So my plan is to part, to sleep as close to, as possible to transition and then just like get up like and go put my, my bike at transition French press coffee just walk yeah, yeah uh-huh go put my bike in transition while the water's boiling go, go put it in transition <laughs> all right so events we're uh, we're planning on going to yeah i mean we're like big ones um like we are both both the vans will be at big sugar yep so the big sugar gravel gravel race in bentonville this year's first year event same people that are doing dirty kanza yep um so we're gonna be have both the vans at big sugar i have a really big feeling that there'll be a lot of van do it vans at yeah. big sugar um because bentonville is only a hop skip and jump there from yep. from kansas city so um that's a big one you know i have a feeling that somebody will probably borrow rent a van we've for, already had some people say uh, say if they get in they they want to rent them for yep. dirty kansas just waiting we're for... still pondering whether or not we're gonna go so we might just block them off for ourselves for that one huh? yeah be selfish yeah <laughs> just block it out <laughs> or you could go on there right now and block it off for yourself yeah so like uh, uh you know there's a good chance that you'll probably see one at leadville mm -hmm. um we had a athlete last year who took his van to leadville and literally slept 100 yards from the start line. Yep. yep. <laughs> and, you know, he said it was like the most convenient thing exactly, ever. Exactly, yeah. Um, so Leadville is probably a good chance. So for me personally, uh, duathlon nationals and triathlon nationals, so Tuscaloosa, Alabama, and, and Milwaukee, Wisconsin, uh, will be traveling in the vans. Uh, it's yet to be seen. Probably in Tuscaloosa, I'll camp uh, for – because of Milwaukee, the the course is more in town, gotcha. like in downtown. It may not be as convenient to yeah. to do it, but we'll be traveling in the van anyways. Um, and then obviously for uh, later in the year, um, walking tall. Yeah, we the took, that was that was the first time we took them out. Yeah, 
was walking. That was their first year. adventure, and uh, we'll be back there again this year. Um, yeah. from, from the roadside, Masters Nationals. I'm not 100% sure I'm, I'm going. Uh, we've already had one person reach out about maybe being interested in taking the van, but Cedar City, Utah, like we just talked about your, your trip you're hoping to do. Yeah. I mean, you're right in a hotbed of some of the most beautiful national parks out there. So that would be a sweet place. Yeah, like, like it's, go. That's a whole. Like it's, it's one of the big things. Is like go. Like you're integrating, like your family experience, adventure, and then you're racing as well. Mm-hmm. You know, so you can get out there, do the race, have some good accommodations close to the start, less anxiety, do the race. And then family's there, your family's comfortable. Right. And then just patrol the national parks Mm -hmm. and, you know, have, uh, you know, a really good vacation Mm -hmm. out of it. It's like a win, win, win for everybody. Exactly. And yeah, I mean, that's most of the, like, I don't have a set, you know, road schedule or anything thus far, but it's going to be a, I already was chatting last night with the, uh, with the fam about, wanting them to go to more events and take the van and they're like yeah for sure like this is this is going to make it a little more fun and and easy to do as opposed to having young kids taking all your gear all of your stuff from your car to hotels back to your car going and sitting in some parking lot having to go sit in the sun like it's going to make for a more enjoyable weekend which means For I'm sure. probably going to get to race a little more because uh, yeah. the family's there with me and they're having a good time. Then uh, I don't have to pick and choose quite as much you know, when I'm going to be away because I can just bring those people I like with me. Just bring them along. Just bring them along. All right. I think that's all we got. I think we, uh, I think we were pretty clear mm-hmm. on our enthusiasm for uh yes definitely for, for van venturing van ventures and yeah if you're someone who's interested in in testing them out for sure hit us up um if you're someone who's already done some adventure vanning yep. um you know let us know how your how your trips were your tips secrets yeah if you've um, got things stuff that, that might help out missing. other people and i would also love to hear like what is what would be like your ideal place to go if you had, sure. if you, uh, if you, were, you know, use one of these or had one on, of your own, like where would you take it? Yep. I'd like to go check out like Blue Ridge Parkway. Yeah. Smoky Mountains. Go, uh, go peasy. ride some of that stuff. I think that'd be cool. Yeah. For sure. All right. We, uh, we appreciate you guys hanging out, listening, watching. We will catch you guys next time. Adios. Peace.